I was little, my dad always told me that fingertips were meant to be clenched and thrown in around rapidly. Jab, jab, punch. And even though I love the right, I would box because it was a connection I had with my father. Jab, jab, punch. See, boxing is different from life. You see, in life, a punch comes towards you, you tend to duck and dodge. But a boxing, you gotta come towards it. See, I was about these three things that my dad always told me. One, a man always confronts his fear. Two, a man always squares up with his problems. Three, a man always leaves his problems to fear. Jab, jab, punch. And even though I come to school with blacker eyes, a headache for a week, and my body be completely sore from the punishment it would take, boxing was great. <laughs> jab, jab, punch. Jab, jab, punch. Because my dad always told me to throw one jab to soften him up. Another one to rock off your opponent, and then you give him that punch with the other hand to give him the earthquake. Jab, jab, punch. Jab, jab, punch. I would box, and I would write. Even though it feel like boxing ain't right. I have a pen in my left hand, and a glove in the right. But if the glove in the other hand, everything is wrong, right? I remember I told my dad how I felt about this. And I'll never forget the disappointment that I saw in his eyes. Next thing I know, I'm in the ring with the person I fear most. Using words that he told me against him. A jab, a man always confronts his fear. Jab, a man always squares up his problem. Punch, a man always leaves his problem to fear. Jab, jab, punch, jab, jab, punch. Dad, I don't love boxing. Next thing I know, I wasn't telling my dad I don't love boxing. I was telling him that I don't love him. Not only did I watch him walk away from the ring, I watched him walk away from me. And as I looked at his bruised eyes and his swollen lip, I saw a note in the middle of his boxing gloves he left in the ring. And it said, fingertips only seem useful when connected to ink. I write down what I think as this pad becomes my shrink. My ideas, they lay down, they relax, and they breathe. And they talk to someone who will let them speak. But bears exist when my thoughts are free. Between margins and lines, my soul constantly leak. Processing bleeds, so this monstrous sheik cries out his thoughts on this paper sheet. Tears as pure as infants fall down this angel's cheek. Trying to soar through the air but has been stripped of his wings. His tongue remains voiceless but his fingertips sing. It seems as if the brain and paper are made with the pen as the ring. I'm a useless person except in my dreams. But when I stay on the clouds of heaven my slate remains clean. And I see that every time that I blink that fingertips only seem useful and connected to ink. Now my dad always told me that fingertips were meant to be clenched and thrown around rapidly. Little did he know that his words were the hardest punch I've ever felt in my life. It was a blow I couldn't believe. His words gave me a knockout. They say it's all over with no hope left, but I got a wild card, so don't place bets yet. How about this? If ladies ran hip-hop, we would shine like Miss Light. More than slow-mo video chicks and said we would fight tuts. I never slighted, not all about the body rocking, laid back, jeans like great. To start the party and I could even break down like Miss Hill. Understand things could fall apart to be rebuilt and can heal. It's simple, sometimes you need a woman's such. Put in a crunch time, building it up, fill it up in you, we must. So I like sugar in my tea, keep my left eye open. Can be a lady of rage, but only when my dignity's stolen. Good luck like ladies. 
ladybug freeze you like Medusa, bring flavor like pepper and salt, but still it'll soothe, yeah, even if we commit misdemeanors, feel it is truth, mother assist the love of body seen as battlefield to you, we measure faith with scars, breathe out lifelines of smoke from the bay and it's soul love on a path for hope, time to awaken music, always been sleeping inside the throat, like Eve, we bite the apple and the city goes up in smoke, so... I mean, go. Ridiculous flow, killing the show. The record below at the top, and you willing to blow whatever it takes to see haze. Shimmy and greet your hot twist hair, fist bare to see what I teach. Yeah, riddle the rasp, in the bag, last syllable. I reckon speed it, you know how she gets, baby, gets mad spiritual. Sometimes too sick. Yeah, I get you quarantined, even bedridden. You're still begging for more of these. Saw your semen bruised, barbering lordy, look at you. Forcing truth, tugging it out. Your course, my torches bright in rooms. You're the fourth part of the crying doom. You're July, I'm June. I'm the spring like Jack in the Box. You're the sign the are you the truth making it blind baby like Ruth pay me like jewels change me like cocoons lady changing states like wombs yeah fingers like slot machines lines undo locks nope it's not a tank top sorry don't spit about lip gloss gold liquid like ink blots go get it the hot close your eyes and make a wish open them you been robbed Man, we always been scratched up and tarnished Wrecking records set to settle betters Tell them rewind me, tell them rewind us We bring luck like snake eyes Raise you up like ninth inning But just roll the dice Really? It's not even all about flexing skill That's just the first step needed to level the field Man, it's funny when they don't respect it Yes, I'm in the business Brush me off like water F*** it, I'm only getting christened They cut checks and deadlines that be late or only see one thing Blushing with no words I'm never again so trusting But I got faith My heart breaks open to the healer Like I'm deep underwater Adrenaline brings me deeper It's not dead Heaven and women resuscitate Man, it's not even just me, I just float and demonstrate. The first time I ever felt cherished was right up here. And I break open, I want it for you. The future's clear. Take back the beat that's always been sleeping inside your throat. Like Eve, we bite the apple and the city goes up in smoke. Thank you. Now 16 years old from San Francisco, Simone Crew. I am no one's mother. Yet to find my eyes in someone else's skull, my hands don't fit perfectly with another's, I do babysit. Between the toothbrush game where I narrate the bristles hugging their baby teeth in my just-so-lenient iron hand, I'm a favorite. I'm no one's mother. But when Yasmina's large brown hollows rounded like steaming mugs of coffee widen in realization, I find myself afraid. She's scared there'll be no more polar bears or penguins. That her skin will be perpetually sunburnt, but I want Yasmina to see glaciers. For her to travel and love mangoes, and she is one of those really really annoying smart kids. <laughs> Who wants to explain things to you even when she knows that you know already? Hip jutted out and head to the side like at eight years old, it's already too heavy to stand up straight. <laughs> Who calls my name as I'm drifting to sleep on her quicksand green couch to ask me to define a word I cannot identify. There is nothing more poignant than seeing her blanket. Pink cotton hovering over a globe as we play global warming at the kitchen table. Ten years. She glances at me for approval, folding the blanket again with an emphasis on the years, gently placing the material over the only version of the world she may ever know. 
20 years, 40 years, 60, 80, 100, 110 until only one tiny point of the fabric is kissing the Earth's surface, cotton dipping into the Atlantic Ocean. Until one day, her lecture continues. There'll be no more of this ozone thingy left. Right, Simone? Her understanding of the ozone layer, the Earth's sunglasses, as I told her, is more real than many others. It really is quite sad, you know, Simone. People really, truly should recycle more. No Al Gore movie or over-enthusiastic environmental club meeting or breaking story about new cancers in our skin and our brain and our breasts has ever made me as scared as seeing Yasmina telling me about how the polar bears and the penguins will have to move to New York City soon if we aren't careful. I don't have the heart to tell her that NYC might not cut it either. I am no one's mother, but Yasmina's eyes are caffeinated, lively, and addictive. It doesn't take a mother. Her hands won't fit perfectly into mine, but we cry syncopated teardrops. Our jawbones will never match up, but she could change the world if there's still one for her to fix. You, you don't have to be the revolution. Glaciers break your back if you try to carry them alone. Just find a Yasmina and recycle in anticipation of her breathing. I babysit. I have never been a revolution. Neither have I made one. I know not of being a Mother Earth, mountains never born unto my back, but like sinking topography, Yasmina's face slides into a pout when I tell her it's time to go to bed. And once she's fallen asleep, I fold up the pizza box, searching the cabinet for the recycling bin. I am not the revolution, but I'll heave my share of the glacier for Yasmina to feel the cold. single ounce of energy you have from the bottom of your soul up to the top of your lungs, 14 years old, representing the five in time. Make some noise for Krishna Sut! Street liberation. It's not just the city, it's the nation. Got education and debate, son. The war's just begun having young ones running from the gun, but some choose to take it. Some choose to fake it. Some can speak out, but they lock it. Stuff the pockets with rocks and glocks, cause they stock it, but stop it. You're robotic when you sell narcotics. A life of five dollars. Exchange the change for collars, cause you ain't a baller, you're just someone's dog. The daughter lost her brain cause her father's on cocaine. The son was hurt the most cause his mother overdosed, but it's not supposed to happen. But it happens every day, it's just the same crap in. These kids way behind before they get overlapped in. They need to be in school, put their city on the map, man. The liberation's not done yet, but we're gonna get there. People talking about Iraq, cause the war's over here. We're running from the gangs and we're running from the police. Trying to get somewhere, cause right now there's no peace. Please, somebody please, cause the baby's in the streets, see? Find them in the trash can lately. Don't you know Tupac Brenda's got a baby? The case be crazy. Stop picking up the gun, man, cause I'm picking up the daisies. The days be getting sadder and sadder while we're battering and batter. For real, I ain't an actor, cause with all the crack fiends, we knew more vaccine than Louis Pasteur. Bastards got me flabbergasted. You can't hustle me, cause I can see past the crackhead. The fact that I'll be blasted don't matter. What matters is the aftermath. Children with no mothers. Daughters with no brothers make me stutter like thunder. Students with no teachers make me burn like rubber. A city with no cops like a stage with no props. But listen, is a cop a cop if he's harassing you for what you look like? Is a gangbanger protecting you if he's putting you in danger in the first place? 
Get to first base, the liberation of the streets. We lost all our heroes because the heroine's the beast. This is every day, son. Pack up the station. This is the street liberation. You're listening to the edited highlights from Youth Speaks Teen Slam that took place in San Francisco this last spring. I'm Amelia Gonzalez here on Cover to Cover Open Book on your listener-sponsored radio, KPFA. Stay with us. Marinda, California, make some noise, San Francisco, for Annalise Gilman. This is a patriotic poem. I pledge allegiance to the flag of our divided states of hysteria and to the fragmented freedoms for which we fall, one nation under the poverty line dependent on war, although I'm assured there's liberty and justice for all. I've only got one constitution, and I've decided to exercise the rights I'm provided. You are free to blow off steam in an anarchist zine that nobody reads, And in a boycott, you can bet on someone selling out to Enron for a TV spot and a fortune to sit on. And you're free to apply for aid for AIDS if you can afford to pay, or protest in the sewers so you don't get in the way. You're free to lose but not to choose the less-traveled path of a pariah's rap unless you can make it on begging for scraps and avoid the tax trap of the banker's lap. You're free to cheat to reach your dreams, You're free to teach political correctness and be taught the law without a witness. Your common sense is free to consent to a constant surrender and to construct cardboard coffins or vote an idiot into office. Or you would have been if your vote meant more than a promise of stasis no matter who wins. You're free to make a few cents from incensed sense and inflame public passion over raising rents as long as your wallet is empty in the end. You're free to face repentance when your race is your sentence, then overcompensate with forced acceptance. And you're free to hunt down the boogeyman, the communist, the black man, the terrorist who dares insist on freedom in his own land, the Salem witch, the atheist, the anarchist, or activist, so hell, I'd sell my oil wells for a shot at dethroning the president. So I'm free to stand on a stage, to rant and rave, then be ignored for my age, to accept condescension with my middle finger raised, because they say respect goes two ways. You can react with restraint when the draft calls your name, to bet on the lotto if losing's your game, and you're free to decree that the Navajo Nation needs another casino to finance the race and complain that peyote just gets in the way of their Christian indoctrination. You're free to but not get Though you can take in toxins until your death with alcohol and cigarettes and enjoy your pot with pesticides, because they provide us with the best. They'll have your prescription of Ritalin ready, but your cancer won't make them a profit. I'm sorry, your box top is still valid. You can still play again. Ask your doctor about the offer of a free ass-kissing lesson instead. And if you're too busy, relax. Here's a courtesy phone tap. If you've got nothing to hide, you'll have no problem with that. So, putting this poem under wraps, I'd like to thank the politicians whose policies made it possible to craft. Because where there's a way, there's a will, and there's no conscience in our ways. So, unwittingly, we've sold our wills to blame anyone else for the state of today. I finally understand the meaning of the American dream. Shrink-wrapped in a bargain bin, somewhere in the sorry state we're in. And now that I know my rights, I wouldn't give them up for anything. Yeah, yeah! Right, 
now 15 years old from Oakland, California, and you need to give it up just like you did for Krishna for Bryant Fun. Make some noise. I used to chase stars with my fingers, hoping I can link up the dots one day. Make a connection. Join constellation between every teen with the I'm better than you attitude and me. Make it seem like we're alike. But I get so caught up in the lines that aren't really there. Lines that are only a figment of my imagination. I've never drew blurry lines in my life. Lines so smeared and distorted, I've become blind to them. I have been mirroring neighborhood kids longer than I've actually known it. Trace silhouettes of them for so long, they've become an outline of me. You know what I mean. If you ever wanted to spend hundreds of dollars getting a paint job and 18-inch rims after watching MTV's Pimp My Ride, you know what I mean. If you ever decided to be the celebrity slash gangster slash rapper you idolize so much instead of yourself one day, you know what I mean. If you ever measure your waistline and put on makeup to compare yourself to a magazine cover model, you know what I mean. Tell me. Why does my reflection resemble yours, but your reflection is the complete opposite of mine? How come every time I look at you, I see myself, but when you look at me, you say I'm nothing like you. Sorry if you can't be that different nigga you claim to be. It's just that I want to be just like everyone else, the same everyone that blends in the background flawlessly. You only see the same student in the back of a beat-up carpet floor classroom afraid to raise his hand because he doesn't believe in himself. The same low self-esteem student who pretends that everything is all right all the time. You think I'm just like you, but honestly, I'm, I'm not. You never see the overconfident 15-year-old that loves to dance in his room alone. Never see the I don't give a even if you're my mama side of me. The first time I've ever felt alive was when I made a mistake. Cracked the mirror for the first time and looked at myself. If I had an anthem, it would sound something like this. My desperation to imitate every teen sensation has put my mind and thoughts on vacation. My own intellect crossed paths with yours and they debate. And yes, I hesitate. I hesitate to create a path in their dreams of taking and yes. I'm breaking, mirrors are shattering confusion into my mind and I'm breaking. Pick up shards of me, surround me, cause I am breaking. You see, mirrors and I must be related. Sometimes mirror can shield its holder by reflecting the image of the person before it. Guess what? I can too. But now, there's no need to, because I've realized, I've realized that the gap between me striving for perfection under every schoolmate's definition and how I cannot live up to those standards is beautiful. It is beautiful knowing that even the tiniest shards of a broken object can represent me more than I ever could. It is beautiful how I can embody every broken mirror that ever existed because being broken never felt so good. Being broken never felt so different. This poem is called Reclaim. Five years since we began to close school children in satin shrapnel, deliver incessant lullabies in the booms and blasts of MP5s and RPGs. Our lullabies make mothers go deaf in Baghdad. 
Back on the home front, America moved forward, organization, foot soldier, old white woman cross-bearing with red, white, and blue ribbon and hair the color of overwatered lemonade, informs me that I am a dirty bitch. Tells me that I'm a dirty bitch who needs to go back to my filthy country. Tells me that if only, if only Christ would hear her prayers and drop a bomb on my head, blow my body into 50 blood-soaked slabs, her homeland would be safer, cleaner, would be perfect. Downtown Berkeley pro-war rally is ironic. She wears American flag contacts over Pacific blue eyes. I erase her, make her invisible. Her words make me laugh. She is stupid, silly, stupid and ignorant, just a worthless, silly, racist bitch, and I hate her because she hates me, and it works out just fine as it always has, because I know I'm right, and she thinks she's right, and her for taking up evil space in this evil world. She's not even human, I tell myself. Not human because she tells me I'm not human. Because she says Iraqis are not human. This cycle is cyclical. An eye for an eye theory. Only one is brown and one is blue. In this I find myself to be only a remixed reflection of her. And still, all she knows is Bush's discourse. His words flood from her ears, pour from her mouth into my face, putrid. She knows I am not worth living, knows I am filth, literally less than the waste that lives in holes, and all I know is I cannot smell shame through YouTube, no I do not hear the breeze hiss after a car bomb explodes over memories of schoolyards, and I am getting dizzy, nauseous with this unsuspected wanting, I'm actually shamed by this wanting, the kind radical American, anti-American, pro-Palestine, tried-tinted Jewish women, spelled with a Y, activists aren't supposed to have aren't supposed to show love to those who I assume have no love. This wanting grows into coiled cobra in my throat. I want, I need to know this woman with flag contacts in her eyes as much as I need to hate her. Need to tell her she is not human. Need to tell her she is the reason why Iraqi children wear rags with bullet holes rather than buttons. I wonder in wanting, wonder if she has grandchildren, wonder if she ever swoops them in her arms and sings them to sleep. If she sees the moon as mango or plum, do her grandchildren Children have the same Pacific blue eyes. I wonder till my wonder is cut off and I want to tell her I don't believe in all that when she screws through yellow spit. The terrorists want to kill me. Bush said it. Fox News said it. Weapons of mass and again destruction is all I want for her. And at the same time I want to tell her what it is I believe in. In family. In Sahara wind. In music. Tabla. Piano. Violin. In sex while it rains. Powdered orchid root. Warm. Warm. Salad. Tickling my throat. I want to offer her homemade hummus. I want I want to offer her my hand. I want to offer the world another way. Some proof that we're not dirty people. America, we're not all hair the color of overwatered lemonade. Or America, flag contacts over blue eyes. We are mothers. Grave shift shifts at McDonald's. Backs bent hunched over. We are bare feet barely getting by. We hustle to fill our bellies. We are schizophrenics sleepwalking. And we walk past one another, trying to look anywhere but at each other. We are pro-life, pro-war flag toting haters, hypocrites. We are hippie, tree-hugging, acid-dripping lovers. We are major appropriators and mass conspirators. We are business suits and choking ties. We attempt to be machines in adulthood. We are teachers paid nothing but in love with all 200 children a day. We are refugees, undocumented, alienated, lawyers back in Liberia, doctors back in Dhaka, maids, nannies, and
than cab drivers in America. Five years and counting, and I still cannot touch the schoolgirl's melted skin. Cannot lick my computer screen and taste rubble smoke through YouTube. Still cannot fathom what it is to hear metal raindrops of death. Now I ask the question, America, when do you reclaim your humanity? You've been listening to the highlights from Youth Speaks Teen Slam that took place last spring. This is an amazing representation of the present and future of the spoken word in the Bay Area. On Cover to Cover Open Book, I'm Amelia Gonzalez, and as I mentioned earlier, we are in the second day of our Summer Friend Razor. Instead of preempting regular programming for another fun drive, we at KPFA are doing something a bit different this summer. We're holding a Friend Razor. We want to get a thousand new subscribers to have a vested interest in this vital media institution. So why should you become a friend of KPFA? Consider for a moment the impact that our programming has had on activism locally, regionally, and nationally. Whether our coverage of environmental justice issues in the Bay Area and the Central Valley or national broadcasts on the reality of the U.S. occupation of Iraq from the perspective of U.S. soldiers or the wonderful music and arts programming that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Keep in mind that the message of peace and social justice is amplified through other Pacifica stations and affiliates around the country. As you know, KPFA provides critical and diverse views on so many issues. In a time when media has become less and less local, or critical for that matter, KPFA provides coverage of local issues that you won't find anywhere else. If you're not a current member of KPFA, we're inviting you to join for as little as a pledge of $25, and we're happy to send you a KPFA t-shirt or tank top and bumper sticker. At the rate of $5 a month, you can become a friend of KPFA and get a KPFA t-shirt and an 8-hour DVD of our recent KPFA events featuring some of the most important thinkers and activists of our time. And at $10 a month, you can become a sustainer and get a KPFA plastic-free water bottle, a KPFA canvas tote, and a DVD of the film The 11th Hour About Global Warming. The numbers to call to become a member of KPFA are 510-848-5732 or toll-free 1-800-439-5732. You can also pledge securely online at kpfa.org, which saves you time while saving us money. You can take a look at all the thank you packages that we're offering at kpfa.org. Again, that's 510-848-5732 or toll-free 1-800-439-5732 and again, kpfa.org. Thank you so much for your continued support of the first listener-sponsored radio station in the United States. Much love and thanks to the folks at Youth Speaks and Hard Knock Radio for providing the sound from the Team Slam, to Erica Bridgman, who's at the controls, and to you for listening.
I love the internet. It's like having information at your fingertips, literally. So out of curiosity, I did a search for the definition of the word friend. Of course, I know what a friend is, but I was curious to see what came up. Listen to this. A friend is a person with whom one is allied in a struggle or a cause. A friend is one who supports a group, cause, or movement. And I'm thinking that a supporter of KPFA is indeed a friend. If you haven't had a chance to show your support to KPFA, do so now. Call 510-439-5732 or 1-800-439-5732 or even go online at kpfa.org. Become a supporter, an ally, a comrade, a friend of KPFA today. This is Free Speech Radio News for Friday, July 18, 2008. From Pacifica Station KPFK in L.A., I'm Aura Bogado. A governmental report about human rights violations in East Timor acknowledges institutional murder, rape, and torture. We'll hear from Geneva and critics who say that the U.S. policy of detaining children in armed conflict violates international law. And Nelson Mandela turns 90 years old. All that and more after this news. I'm Shannon Young with the headlines. Officials in Washington and Baghdad have reached an agreement to set a, quote, general time horizon for the withdrawal of U.S. combat troops from Iraq. The White House has used the term aspirational goals as opposed to the word timetable. President Bush spoke with Iraqi Prime Minister Nuri al-Maliki via video link Thursday evening about timing issues ahead of the expiration of the U.N. mandate that currently allows for U.S. combat troops in Iraq. The White House is under pressure to finalize language for a long-term Iraqi security deal before the end of the month. Trade officials will meet on Monday in Geneva for talks seen as a last attempt to secure an international trade deal under the World Trade Organization's Doha Round. European trade officials met in Brussels today to try to hammer out a common position ahead of the Geneva meeting. Israel Rafalovich reports from Brussels. 